deep contentment, joy, and confidence in my everyday life with God. And by the way, I just said that. I didn't read it like I have it memorized. There is no reason for you to out me on reading it when I first started. Come on. Distorted thinking patterns where people are believing the wrong things and living out of that. I can't read stuff anymore. (laughs) Oh my God. Who came up with the idea of putting small print instructions on everything? Everything. You're much more kind than I am because (laughs) when I'm mad at you, I'm like, God, why is this woman in my life? (laughs) Wow. We want to get to a place where we have that conviction, where we've moved from, what have you done for me lately, God, to, I trust you, you are real, this is real, and I will follow you. Well, good morning and welcome to our Holy Authentic Life podcast. So glad that you're tuning in. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. I got like a workout in this morning. So I'm like in that runner's high feeling, feeling pretty good. Yeah. I am coming this morning. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed in myself. Oh, what's going on? Well, because last week we started this building a holy authentic life. And the week before we've talked about making New Year's renovations. And somewhere in all of that, I missed the opportunity to say building a wall, (laughs) W-A-L, holy, authentic (laughs) life. I totally missed that opportunity, which with renovations that we're making would fit so perfectly. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up. I mean, we can go ahead and own it now. I'm beating myself up. That's... (laughs) To miss something like that is just like, that's just terrible. No, I mean, I think it's great. We'll just introduce it today and and move forward. How about that? Well, we just did. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) And so I love that as we're starting this new year, we're talking about how to make these New Year's renovations. And we've been talking about how to build a holy, authentic life. And what does that look like? Right. The way I see it, it's really just one renovation. It's not like multiple things. This is all part. Yeah of really building a holy, authentic life. To build this wall, why would we build a wall? Because it protects us. It gives us strength and it supports the life that we're really longing for deep inside. We come to the beginning of a new year and we talk New Year's resolutions because there is that deeper longing inside of us that really wants life to be better, that we want to improve. And most of the time we do that in little small things that aren't lasting. What we're trying to talk about is making transformational changes in our life. We're never going to look back and be the same again. That's what this is all about. Yeah, which is so encouraging and hopeful. And I I hope our listeners that you're also experiencing that as we talk about these things, that you're connecting and identifying these areas in your life that you want to see changes. And last week talking about prayer. And I just I can't think of of a better place to start. And so going from prayer into today's topic, we're going to be looking at truth and how are you defining truth? Right. Well, truth has come in under a lot of fire over, well, I would say the last few years, but in truth. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Truth has been under fire for the last 50 years, really, because we as human beings want to be the ones who get to decide what's true and not true. Unfortunately, that leaves us in a, a situation where 
everyone's opinion is out there. And when we try to equate our opinions with truth, well, that just causes a lot of problems. And we're going to go into that a little bit more. But I thought it would be great for us to go back and grab hold of one of the guys who was really, I guess, on to this. Like a front runner. A front runner. Forerunner, however you want to say it. Yeah. Let's just say he was on to this. <laughs> Uh, And he he kind of picked up on what was going on. And he had a very clear understanding of where this was going to head in the days to come. And that was Josh McDowell. Yeah. I went to a conference, had to be early to mid 90s. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. And he was really releasing a book called Right from Wrong. He had a study for teenagers called Truth Matters. In it, he defined absolute truth as we're trying to build a wall. Right. We want it to have a great foundation. Yes. I mean, if you build a wall on, well, let's just use scripture. Yeah, please. (laughs) If we build a wall on a sandy foundation that's constantly shifting and moving based on how you think or feel or whatever, it's going to come crashing down. There is nothing really there to support it. Right. And so we want that truth to be like a rock, a bedrock. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. The rock foundation. Why do we pour concrete foundations for our homes? Why do we drive pylons deep down into rocky, hard soil before we build a big building? Because we need that stable foundation. Right. And so absolute truth, something that I didn't make up, it exists whether I like it or not, (laughs) whether I believe it or not. Yeah. Kind of like gravity, like yes. it's going to happen, <laughs> whether you like it or believe it, it's it exists. Right, Okay. And 100%. <laughs> and so we want to build on that. And the way he defined absolute truth was something that is true for everyone in all places at all times. Wow. That's a good definition. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds like it's something that didn't just start with our opinion. It didn't just start with our life. It's been a part of, I guess, forever. It sounds like this just infinity. Well, you used gravity yeah. as the example. I mean, gravity right. has existed <laughs> ever since there wasn't anything. Right. There was gravity. Yeah. And all of us have across all time have been subjected to the same rules of gravity. Yeah. Whether we knew them or not didn't affect the truth of gravity. It's the way things work. It's just the way things work. And maybe that's even the simpler definition for truth is it really is just the way things work. That's why it applies to all people. Your version of truth is not different from mine because that's called an opinion. (laughs) And we can't build our life on the foundation of an opinion. Right. Because there are things, gosh, I look back at my own life and I think, gosh, there were things I believed wholeheartedly in my 20s that I don't believe anymore. (laughs) I don't hold on to those same opinions right? because life changes. I grew up, I matured, I learned some things. So my opinion was not truth. No. Yeah. No, I like that. And I, I like Josh McDowell and the work that he did. I know that was very interesting as culture was kind of changing. And before cell phones became what it is, social media, before all of that. And I felt like a lot of the things that he taught helped us to really kind of get ahead of culture in a lot of ways. Right. Well, and the biggest thing we have seen change yeah. over the last 26 years since you and I have been married yeah. is when opinion is elevated to the status of truth, we develop 
kind of this, you can't question me, you can't challenge me. My version of truth is right, no matter what you think. Yeah. Right. Well, the Uh idea, we're moving this conversation into what truth is foundational to a holy, authentic life. Yeah. We really want to do this because we care. Yeah. We care about everyone who's listening. Yeah. I care about your life. You care about my life. Right. And if we're not building a life on truth, yeah, then we're kind of left lost. Everything in life, just like we talked about earlier, if you're building on that sandy foundation, everything seems to shift. Well, the result of that is anxiety. Right. Because I'm trying to hold everything together and it's not working. Mm. The result of that is depression. I get disappointed if what I am placing my faith in, what I'm believing, all of a sudden just doesn't come through for me. Right. Well, now I'm shaken and I'm disappointed. I'm disillusioned. And then I start to lose any belief in anything being true. And that erodes the life that I'm living. Instead of me moving in a positive direction, building on a solid foundation, and then moving forward in my life on that without reservation, I would say truth will prove itself yeah. As true. That's good. Yeah, it can be tested that, yeah. and verified that that you see people, their lives are built on the truth. I'm going to just say God's word there. I'm just going to go ahead and say, right. name that, um, the principles we find in the Bible that can be tested and you can see that it's it's working. Yeah, people's lives are different because of that and not just based on the culturally cool opinions of today or whatever. Their lives are built on the rock of Christ Jesus. That's yeah. that's the difference. It is. And we think that right. if I get to pick and choose what's true, that that's going to make me happy. Mm. But ultimately, it doesn't. In fact, it probably creates conflict in my life because people are constantly challenging and telling me, and I'm constantly challenging and telling them that they're wrong, whatever. So it creates this conflict Mm. and it lets me down. Yeah. And in a world where we desperately need unity, Mm. ultimately to elevate opinion to the level of truth creates division like we've never seen before. And in fact, we are living in the midst of it. Wow. And experiencing a world that's full of division and it comes out as hatred. And we mistakenly sometimes call this diversity, but diversity is something totally different. Diversity allows for unity to be maintained. Right. But when we're talking opinion, diversity is based in truth. Opinion isn't. No. And so we have this situation where it, it can't help but cause division. It sends us in separate ways and people get angrier and angrier. You just have this culture that we're in, that we're finding ourselves that's very disorienting. Where is truth and what is the difference between truth and opinion? And how can I lean into the truth so that as I'm building this holy, authentic life, I am basing it on a foundation that's going to stand, that's not going to just fall apart like sand underneath me. Yeah. Just like we say every week at some point, The whole reason we started having these conversations is we really feel compelled to help people get on the path of pursuing a life that's vibrant, filled with joy, color, excitement, meaning, being on a mission just stirs up that excitement for life that every day you wake up ready 
to do whatever is in front of you for that day. That's what we want. Yes. And sustainable. Right. And how unsustainable (laughs) is a life that's built on mere opinion? Man, it's just, it's so heartbreaking to me, Mm -hmm. honestly. I mean, that's probably the word that comes to my mind and that I feel like in my soul is, is when we're not open to say, you know, God, I want you. I want your truth over my life. And instead, we choose our opinion or culture's opinion. And we lean into that instead. It just leads to a lot of heartbreak. It, it leads does. to a lot of beliefs that are not true. Then that becomes behaviors. And then those behaviors become feelings. And it just gets all like mixed up. And so I guess really trying to understand how can we build this wall of truth in our life? And really, I can't think of a better way than to lead us to this verse in Ephesians, just talking about the armor of God. I mean, we start with putting on the belt of truth. Yeah, it's the foundation. Yeah. We cannot build a holy, authentic life. We can't build a wall. No. Without that foundation of truth. Yeah. Let me say this too, and I think we want everybody to know, we are coming at this conversation with all the love in the world that we could possibly have for you. Yeah. As you're listening to this. And wherever you are right now, However you've been living your life, whatever you've been building on, we want this conversation to meet you right where you are because it is not uncommon for a building project to have to change direction. Mm. It's not uncommon for some things to be going up and have to be torn down in order to get it right. Yeah. That's what we want to help you do. Right. Is to look at where you are and say, okay, have I been building my life around my opinions? Mm -hmm. Have I been building my life around the opinions that I'm getting from others? Mm -hmm. Have I really looked for truth? Yeah. And we want to start at the heart of this today. Yes. And why we look to God as our source of truth. Yes. Because this amazing, loving God created us with purpose, intention, and meaning. And in doing so, he invited us into this story that he's writing, that he began, and that will go through all the way with him to the end and beyond. Right. Because it's his story. Mm. And our lives have value and meaning because he made us to have value and meaning. Wow. I love that. So good. I know that some of our listeners are kind of maybe going, yeah, that sounds good and all, but how can this help me today? And how can this help me if maybe I've been leaning into opinions and and now I'm hurting because I've been choosing what felt good in the moment or what I thought was best. And I really didn't want necessarily to hear what God had to say over my choices, right? Well, let me just start with a question then. Okay. Right now, What do you believe about yourself? Oh, I like that. Who are you? Mm. Why do you exist? And what's valuable about you? Mm. How would you answer that question? Wow. So you ask a bunch of questions right there. So maybe. (laughs) Well, it's all tied to one thing. And I can, and in my mind, I'm sitting here imagining people saying, I don't know that my life has any value. Oh, wow. How would you respond to that? I would say, who's telling you that? Where is that coming from? 
what lies are you believing? I mean, I just name that right, right. there and say, that's not good. That's not from God. That's mm-hmm. not from your creator who loves you and made you and formed you. Psalm 139, come on. But this is great. I think we're really getting to it because some people might be listening and thinking, ah, oh, I've messed up, but you just don't know how many mistakes. You, you don't know all the things I've done, all the ways I've failed. And they're looking at either appearance-based things or performance-based things or what the world says is success. And they're saying, I haven't done that. You know, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm not there. You know, I'm not where I wanted to be or where Mm -hmm. I want to be. And I would say, that's okay. Stop right now. Today's a new day. We can begin again today. And your value is not based on you. Wow. Your value was given to you. Bestowed upon you. By the one who created you. Wow. And that's that's true whether you believe in him or not. Wow. That's so encouraging. So hopeful. And I hope that wherever you are in your journey, that this message is touching your heart and that we can help you see the truth of who you are and how you were made and that you were made with a purpose by a creator who loves you. Yeah. So truth. Yeah. You were created by God. Wow. Awesome. God exists. Right. And he made you. Yeah. And he wants to have a relationship with you. Truth, whether you want to or not, whether you reciprocate his love, his desire to have a relationship with you, that's why you were made. That's part of the value that God has in you. You are important to him. He loves you. And he proved his love in that no matter what you've done, one of my favorite verses of scripture is in Romans chapter 5 that God demonstrated his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, rebelling against him, not giving a rip about what he wanted for mm-hmm. my life, yeah. Christ died for us. Wow. While we were in the middle of that, we didn't start getting better. And so then he, cri- he died for us. It wasn't that. Mm-mm. It was in the midst of us doing our own thing, living life, building it upon our own opinions. Wow that Christ bridged the gap and made a way for us to have a relationship with this God who loves us beyond our ability to understand sometimes. And so that in and of itself communicates to you, no matter what you've heard from someone else, maybe you've heard the words, I can't stand you. You are nothing. You're of no value. You never will be. Mm -hmm. You're just one big mess up. All your life is nothing but just one screw up after another. God is saying, I love you. I love how I made you. I love the things that you have done right. And I love you through the mistakes that you've made. I don't love your mistakes. No, but I love you in the middle of it all. So much so that I want you to come back to me. And I made a way for you to do that. This is the God who created us and who gives us life, the air we breathe, who is a God of restoration and redemption of our lives. This is truth, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. And as you're as you're talking, I can't help. I have tears in my eyes, which our listeners can't see, but I, I just huh, his love is just so it's just so beautiful. And it's so encouraging that I don't have to get it right all the time. You know, his love isn't based on my performance, in other words. Right. And, you know, I think one reason we're talking about 
truth versus opinion and, and this whole thing is some of the work that I do in my counseling office a lot of times is dealing with the pain, the heartbreak, the disappointment, the failures, the the things that have have hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it hurts God's heart. And it hurts my heart too as a counselor to see when we have listened to the lies of our enemy or opinions of culture or even our own desires. James talks about that, that we make these choices sometimes from our own desires to choose these things. And we listen to that and then it hurts us. And it's like, I'm going to do it. I want to do this. And then it hurts. And then we end up in a place we never thought we would. Right. And then we're dealing with consequences from some of the choices. Yep. And then those consequences inevitably bring people into my office. And that's those are the things that we we work through and and there's healing there and there's hope. And because of that, yeah. The world around us says that's why you shouldn't believe in God. Oh. Because yeah. why would God let you get hurt? One of the most beautiful things about God's love is that he doesn't force himself upon us. It's beautiful and hard at the same time, because when things go wrong, we obviously want someone to constantly bail us out and rescue us and keep us from the hurt and the pain and whatever. But God gives us these choices to make on a daily basis and allows us the freedom to do so. Without that freedom, there really wouldn't be love. And God gives us that. And yet he doesn't allow the choices we make to take away from the value that he places on us. His love doesn't change. His valuing us doesn't change. The purpose for which he created us doesn't change. Our ability to be a part of his story doesn't change. There are so many people who can share stories of, I lived my life completely the opposite from how God would have me live. I got involved in this or that and really became this awful, horrible person. Mm. God redeemed me from that. He brought me back and I'm now on track. I never stopped being a part of his story. The redemption part of my story is a part of his story. I didn't derail him and he didn't disqualify me. That's the love of God. And so whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, as you're looking at your life and maybe you're in the midst of depression, maybe you're anxious, maybe you're dealing with addiction, and maybe you've just would be honest and say, I'm, I've been a very rebellious person. I haven't wanted to live to anybody's rules. I just want to live for myself and myself alone. You can still build a wall, mm-hmm. yeah, a wholly authentic life that finds vibrance and sustainability in Christ because God never stamps you with rejected. As long as you have breath, there's opportunity for you to say yes to God, to come back to him and build your life on that foundational truth that God loves you and he created you with purpose and meaning. Wow, which is so good. And just, I guess, taking this time to say, I yield, I surrender, whatever I was listening to, whatever my opinion, whatever my thoughts were, I'm going to say, God, I I want you. (laughs) I want your truth here. I want to hear what you have to say over me Mm -hmm. and who you say I am. And let that be this 
foundation, you know, that I'm, I'm building this wall on. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite resources, and we may have mentioned it when yeah. we first started right. our podcast, is uh, from Neil T. Anderson. Yes. Freedom in Christ. You can look that up. They actually have an app right. called Freedom in Christ. And he has a list Truth encounter list. Truth encounter list. Right. In which one of them is just who I am in Christ. You can Google that. You can find all kinds of different representations of it. It's in the app. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's actually a daily devotional that goes along with it. Yeah. But his resources, he, he went through scripture and he asked the question, who am I according to God? Yes. So who am I in Christ? Right. And he lists out all of these things that are true. Yes. That scripture says, this is who you are and how God made you and how he gives value to your life. This is what he thinks of you. Mm. And it's what your life is in Christ. Surrendered to him. This is who you are. And it is so beautiful, so helpful to read through Mm -hmm. what does God say about you. Right. Yeah. And we can post that. Yes, we'll we'll do that. You guys to see. And he kind of breaks it into three areas as well. We're secure in Christ, who he says we are, our identity. And then like our purpose, it has all of it in that and that we get our basic needs met and finding the truth of who he says we are and who we are in him. Yeah. And we've also talked about the fact that what we believe impacts how we think, which impacts how we feel which then provides us motivation to do the things that we do. So our life is really changed upon what we believe. Right. It's kind of from the inside out, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we think about just being like Romans 12, 1, being not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind, then we can see truth from the lies or the opinions right? and and really not be impacted as much by the world, but more be transformed by who Mm -hmm. God says we are. Right. And it does really all come down to that. We boil Mm -hmm. it all down and it really comes down to what is the absolute truth? What's our source of absolute truth? If it's Mm -hmm. true for all people in all places at all times, then we have to come to a source that's not just me. Right. Or even another human being, because that's going to be an opinion that's going to ultimately fail. So we need a source of truth Mm -hmm. that exists outside of us. Right. And that's God. Yeah. The beautiful thing about the truth of God is that it wasn't that God created everything and then set up and says, okay, I want this to be true and I want this to be true. No, truth literally comes out of who he is. Wow. I know that's hard to wrap your brain around, Mm. but that's why the world was created the way it was, why things work a certain way, Mm. because it was made to do so. And that goes beyond just science. Science works a certain way because it was created to do so. And all things working together is how we can have life on this planet. All things working together keeps us safe as we understand gravity. Mm-hmm. We don't go jumping off tall buildings. Right. We understand the way things work. We believe that truth and it impacts the way we live and our life is better for it. Right. Well, that's true in every area of life. Yeah. And having God as our source of truth then gives us that foundation 
that we're desperate for to build a wall, <laughs> a holy, authentic life yeah. in Christ. I hope this has been orienting for you as we've been kind of talking about the difference between truth and opinion, because there is a difference. Yes. And unfortunately, our culture might lead you to believe that there is not. And so we just want to say, no, there right. is a difference between truth and opinion. And our encouragement is that you will get into God's word for truth, get into looking at who does he say I am? How, mm -hmm. how am I made? How am I made to work? <laughs> and how's my design in the healthiest state of being, right? Because that's what a wholly authentic life is. It's right. this life that is functioning well and healthy and strong. And that's what we want for you. Yeah. So in the middle of a world yeah. that is going to appeal to your vanity, yeah. is going to appeal to you to be the one mm -hmm. who self-determines what you think is right and what you think is wrong. In the middle of a world that is just going to continually appeal to selfishness, mm -hmm. we want to challenge you as you start this process of building a holy, authentic life to seek out truth and build your life on that. Right. And Jesus says in John 8, if you continue in my word, you're truly my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. <laughs>